Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Amen. Now, that said, let, let me also, we're starting a new series this morning called This Christmas. And uh, whenever I say this Christmas, I hear the song going through my head. I just can't, can't say this Christmas without hearing, uh, uh, what was his name, something Brown. Chris Brown singing, singing that song. The moment I hear this Christmas, I think of that song. And so, uh, but this Christmas, this series is the fact that it's going to be different. This Christmas isn't going to look like many of us planned. You see, due to the pandemic, things are going to look different this Christmas than they have in years past. Many families are going to have to social distance. And because of love for our loved ones, our elderly, uh, families won't be getting together like they normally do. Things are going to look different this Christmas. Things are going, to be, uh, are going to be changed because uh, that job that you relied on may not, have, it, it may not be going on anymore. And you might have gotten laid off. And so right now you're more concerned about trying to keep a roof over your head than you're concerned about getting gifts. And trying to get gifts during the season makes things even more difficult. And so this Christmas is going to look different. The, the holiday office parties aren't going to be the same. You're not going to have the gatherings. Even yesterday, yesterday would have been the day that we as a church had our leadership get together for our church Christmas party. And we didn't do that for the first time in 20 years. Things look different. In fact, I want to submit to you that this whole year has looked different. You see, because there's no other time have we as a church, have I felt that we were prepared for a new year like we were this year. We came into 2020 excited. It was going to be our 20th celebration, celebrating 20 years in the Bay Area as a church. We, we had the celebration plan. We were prepared for Easter Sunday. The Milpitas campus was growing. San Jose Two Services campuses were growing. We had such a presence of God that was there. Things were going on. We were so excited and then March hit. And the moment March came and all of a sudden everything we expected for 2020 now looks different. This Christmas is different. This year is different. Things might not look the same, but I want to speak hope to you this morning that although things might look different, although this Christmas may be a little different, that it's still the same God that we are celebrating his birth. And if he hadn't come, we'd have no hope today. You see, where things might look different, I, wanna, I want you, if you would, just stand to your feet and turn your Bibles with me to Proverbs chapter 19. And I want to speak this to your heart. I don't think there's ever been a time I felt so excited about a message because I think this message is going to speak directly to your heart, to your situation, to your marriage, to your family, to your, your crisis that you may be facing in this moment. Proverbs 19 verse 21, if you're there, say amen. It says this, many, everyone say many. many. How many of you know we make a lot of plans in life? Vacation plans. We, we make plans for dinner. We make plans for Christmas. We make plans for Thanksgiving. We make a lot of plans for our children, plans for our future, plans to buy the house, plans to start a business. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose that prevails. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose 
that prevails. Bow your heads as we pray. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Many of you planned this year. And things look different, but it's not because you didn't plan. Some of you are planners. You plan what you're going to wear tomorrow. You already have it laid out on your bed for tomorrow. And we haven't even hit evening yet. Many of you have already planned out your week. You are so organized. You have the whole week planned out. Many of you had your Christmas uh, parties planned out. You had your celebrations. You had your education planned out. What degree you were going to start working on or you were going to finish. You already had it planned out financially how you were going to get out of debt. You were going to buy a house. But now you went from buying a house to just praying that you can hold on to your job. Many of you walked into you know, this relationship. I want to build my marriage, get it stronger. But the pandemic ended up weakening that marriage. You went in with a plan, but that plan changed. Many of you had a plan to get more involved in the church and get involved spiritually and to read and pray more. And now all of a sudden you find yourself alone, depressed, and you have a hard time even opening up the word. Physically, you made that choice to get in shape in 2020. This was going to be the year you were going to be buff. This was going to be the year you were going to get a six-pack. This was going to be the year that you were going to you were going to look good. You were going to look you get back to your high school body. But all of a sudden, the pandemic hit and now you got a six-pack, but you go and buy that six-pack at the store. Your six-pack looks more like a keg now. Things have changed. Many of us plan for things to be so much different. But it's not lack of planning that you're where you're at right now. The pandemic has effect, affected us all. But this Christmas, everyone say this Christmas. this Christmas. What do you do when things don't go the way you planned? How do you deal when your marriage didn't go the way you planned, the way your children didn't go the way you planned, the way the pregnancy didn't go the way you planned, the way the business didn't open up the way you planned? See, you, you didn't plan on looking for a job during this pandemic. You didn't plan uh, on finding yourself on the verge of divorce in this pandemic. You didn't plan on facing this medical issue during this pandemic. You didn't plan on staring at an empty chair of a loved one that used to sit there because of this pandemic. Things have changed. You didn't plan for things to go this way, but here we are sitting in this situation. Things didn't go the way you planned. How do you deal with things when things don't go the way you planned them to? It reminds me of another story in the Word of God that things didn't go exactly the way they planned it. It was the first Christmas, not just this Christmas. In fact, you know the story in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. I'm going to read it to you. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to, be, to marry Joseph before they came together. She was found to be pregnant. Everyone say pregnant. pregnant. Through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace he had a mind to divorce her quietly. What a man. What a man. And there's some of us men that we, we, we can't wait to post what our wives do. Throw them under the bus when they make a mistake. Joseph, I want you to capture this. Young Mary is ready to be married to Joseph. 
He, he gets down on his knee. He proposes to her. He has, his, he has it all set up. His friends are videotaping it. They're going Facebook Live. It's on Instagram. They're sharing it on all the social media platforms. Engage. He changed his, his Facebook rating to from, from you know, being single to engage. He's excited. Everyone is, is hitting like. Everyone is, is acknowledging that he got, he's getting married. Everyone around the community as they're walking down the street, hey, congratulations, looking forward. They had plans. They were going to get married. Joseph was going to start a carpentry business. He was going to build a house. She was going to take care of the kids. They were going to have a great life together. Everything was planned out. Everything was working according to plan until Mary said yes. She said yes to God. And her yes to God ended up throwing everything into chaos. Listen to me. We have this idea, this fantasy in the church that if I'm right with God and I'm doing the right things, that everything's going to work out even. Everything's going to be fine. I'm not going to face any financial problems. I'll never face any sicknesses. I'll never face any de- depression. I'll never face any, any discouragement. And I'll never lose a battle. But I'm here to tell you that if you say yes to God, you better get ready for some chaos. Oh, come on, say it again, Pastor, that whenever you say yes, you give a yes to God, your marriage is going to be open to attack. Your family is going to be open to attack. The enemy does not like when you give a yes to God. They had planned to get married and everything was getting them ready. So like any Jewish couple, Joseph went to building his house. See, in the, Jewish, in the Jewish community, when you were engaged, you were already married. But the, the husband would then go and prepare the place. Come on, somebody. He would go prepare the house for his bride. And the father had to come of the bride, had to approve the house. And once the house was completed to the father's approval, then the father... And the groom got together with the wedding party and they went to pick up the bride to let her know today's the day of the wedding. They didn't set a wedding date. Whenever the home was ready is when the wedding date took place. So the bride always had to be ready. What's that sound like? Behold, I go and prepare a place for you that where I'm at, there you may be also. As soon as Jesus is done with that, the Father will approve it. And guess what? He's coming for us. Come on, somebody. They had it all planned out until Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit. You imagine that conversation? Baby, I love you. I'm looking forward to spending my life with you. She got the baby bump starting already. But, but you know what? Uh, the, an angel appeared to me and, and said that I'm going to carry the Son of God. That this happened by the Holy Spirit. This didn't happen by Ray Ray. This was, this was the Holy Spirit. This wasn't Jose. This was the Spirit of God. And, and Joseph, no matter how much of a godly man he was, did not believe. what You imagine having that conversation. You imagine her trying to convince him that it was the Holy Spirit. I wonder if any young ladies tried that ever since. Hey, baby, it was the Holy Spirit. Happened once. How does Joseph process this? 
This isn't how he planned it. I mean, it's not a matter of just going on Facebook and changing his relationship status to it's complicated. Because now everyone's going to know the town's small. Wherever he goes, everyone's going to say, hey, how's that engagement going? And then all of a sudden when they see her pregnant, they're going to start putting two and two together. Either they got together early or the fact that they, she cheated on him and now the wedding's off. All, this, all these things are going through their mind. How does Joseph save face during this time? How does he go forward? Everything he planned has been destroyed because she said yes. He's humiliated, embarrassed, broken. Have you ever felt that way? Come on, church. What about the house I've been building? What about the business we've been? I got the business cards already. Now we, we, we have the onesies for the kids already. We got everything put together. What about my heart that's just been shattered? It's not easy following God. What about Mary? What about the whispers about her being a tramp? Mm-hmm. Wherever she goes, people are saying, oh, there, there goes that girl. Joseph hates me. People think I'm a tramp. The city wants to stone me. Everyone thinks I'm a terrible person. This isn't the way I planned it. Come on, church. Christmas sounds like a great story until it's not. We look at the manger and the birth of Christ, and it seems so simple, but it was anything but simple. It's anything but simple about delivering Christ to an unsaved world. There's nothing simple about bringing Christ to a world to deliver him to others so that he can deliver them. It's never an easy thing to speak to your family or to bring and deliver Christ to a family that doesn't want to know him or to a job that, that, that's not prepared for the for, for the politically correct or the Christian thoughts coming in. This isn't what I planned. See, some of you can relate. Listen, you're, you, you weren't planning on the breakdown. You weren't planning on your car breaking down during the holiday season. You weren't planning on your company downsizing. You were not co- planning on the world shutting down. You weren't wet, ready for a global pandemic. You weren't ready to have to homeschool your kids forever. You weren't ready to have to figure out how to, how to teach your, your class online and do this both in person and online. How are we going to make this happen? You weren't planning on your children going through their depression, their loneliness, and trying to figure things out. You weren't planning on that family sickness. You weren't planning on a loved one getting ill. You weren't planning on a, having a relapse. You weren't planning on backsliding. You weren't planning on being depressed or having migraines. You were not planning on going through all these things. There are things that we plan. You weren't planning on losing the loved one. But here we are. You didn't plan it. It's not the way it's supposed to go. Like some of you, you planned a wedding this year. Some of you planned on having a baby. Things didn't work out the way you expected it. In fact, I just want to take a moment. Sepha, Yasmin, baby Zara, we love you. Yaz and Sepa, I know this was not the way you expected to have your princess. It was supposed to be a time of celebration, a time of excitement. Instead, it became a time of fear 
time of panic. But we speak to you right now that baby Zara is going is, to, she's going to live. She's going to develop. She's going to become everything that God intends her to be. In fact, when my daughter Jasmine heard about Yaz going into to, to premature labor, 25 weeks in, my daughter looked at me and she goes, Dad, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, we could use that statement for them. I know my, my, my family members shouldn't be addicted. It's not the way it's supposed to be. They shouldn't be broke. They shouldn't be filing for bankruptcy. That's not the way it's supposed to be. We, we were successful. Things were good. We've been faithful to God. And yet now we're struggling through this crisis. We're struggling. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. Every one of us entering this new year had a thought in our mind that, you know what, this is going to be the greatest year ever. We're going to come in with power. We're going to come in with anointing. But I'm here to tell you, it may not be the way you plan, but God doesn't work according to your plans. He works according to his purpose. The engagement broke off. You ended up homeless. The thing is, I don't get it. I don't understand. And I can imagine Mary and Joseph saying, I, I don't understand. I don't get what's going on. I would just say to them, Proverbs 19, 21, many. Everyone say many. Many, many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purposes that prevail. Yeah. You know, during Christmas season, I've always said this statement in regards to Mary when the angel came and said, you're going to have a child. And she goes, how can that be when I've never known a man? See, I've always made the comment that you don't have to understand the processes of God in order to receive the promise of God. Mary didn't understand the process God was going to take to make it happen. But she didn't have to know the process in order for God to fulfill it in her life. I love what Craig Rochelle says. He says, you don't need to understand the plan. To trust God's purpose. You don't have to understand the plan in order to trust God's purpose. Many of your plans have been jacked up. Come on, church. Many of your plans have been totally destroyed. Many of your plans have been set upside down. Things that you knew that you could, you could set your life to have all been messed up right now. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to understand the plan. You don't have to know God's plan in order to trust, to trust his purpose. In fact, as I close this morning, send me if you would help me. Matthew chapter 1, look, look at what verse 20 says. But after he considered this. Let me say that again. After he considered this. Considered what? He's beginning to think about putting away, ending this relationship, stopping. Before you make any major life decision, would you just stop and invite God to direct you? Amen. Oh, come, come on, church. Let me try this side. Before you make any life-changing decisions, you leave that job, walk away from that relationship, leave that church, quit that ministry, you know, quit that education. Would you just invite the presence of God to direct you? Yeah. Joseph's considering everything in the natural to take care of this problem. He never considered the supernatural. We're trying to fix supernatural problems through the natural. The fact that she had a baby that she was carrying wasn't a natural issue. It was a supernatural blessing. 
But when you're not looking at things through the lenses of heaven, what looks like a blessing might look like a curse. But when you change your lenses, you're able to see that God is at work, that God will destroy your plans. He will wreck your plans in order to fulfill his purpose in your life. I'm speaking to someone right now. Some of you at home right now, you're, you're, I want you to listen. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, you got to have your ears open to what God's saying. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth. Look, look at the purpose. What, what God is saying is this. Joseph, I know your plan. But this is my purpose. She will give birth to a son. And he will save his people from their sins. You will give birth to a son. And you will to give him the name Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. Jo Joseph and Mary, li listen as I close. Joseph and Mary, I can hear God saying, I, I love you. And I know your plan. I know you had some plans. But I have a purpose for you. Your plan would have blessed you. You would have had a nice life. But my purpose will change the world. Come on, somebody. You've made some great plans, but your plans are always about you, how it's going to help you, how it's going to bless you. But sometimes God will use your brokenness in order to bring about a purpose in changing the world around you. I can imagine Joseph saying, wait, wait, what? what, what? So she was telling the truth? The Holy Spirit does that? Never heard of it before. Just because it's never been done doesn't mean God can't do it. What Joseph looked at as an interruption was actually an invitation. I hate being interrupted because I have a hard time getting my train of thought back. I get a thought, I have to write it down, and as I'm writing it down, if someone comes in and says something, I get upset because it messes up my train of thought, and then I can't find out where I was to begin with. I'm slow, I'm sorry, that's just me. But God's interruptions are actually invitations to breakthrough. Listen, I want to speak to you at home and those of you sitting here right now. It may not feel good what you're going through right now. Come on. It may not be comfortable, but God is moving in the middle of your mess right now. In the middle of my wife's diagnosis, God is moving and working things out in our favor. In the middle of your struggle, God is working things out. I wanted to say this. Listen to me, those of you at home and those sitting here right now. Do not abort what God is trying to conceive in you. Amen. Do not abort what God is trying to conceive in you. Joseph could have aborted 
the Son of God, had he had Mary stoned, they would have aborted the Son of God. Can you imagine that? How many times have we aborted what God is conceiving inside of us? Just because you don't understand it, don't abort it. Stay the process. Watch God do what God does in your life. I don't get it, Lord, but I trust you. I, I don't get it, God, but I trust you. I don't get it, God, but I trust you. Come on, stand to your feet with me. Lord, I don't get it, but I trust you. I don't get what's going on right now, but I trust you. Romans 8, 28 and we know that in all things work together for good for those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. I don't get it. I don't like it. But I trust you. God, I don't get it. I don't get what's going on in our world right now. I don't get that people are losing loved ones, God. I don't get that people are afraid to walk in their callings. I don't get it that people are homeless right now, that children are living in fear. I don't get it, my God, that we're not protecting the very ones you placed under us to protect and to love in our children but they're, they're selling them for sex, God. Lord, I don't get what's taking place in our world, that we're aborting children, that God, that you created life in. I don't get it, God. I don't get what's taking place. I don't get it. Lord, I don't like it, but I trust you. I trust you. Lord, we trust you right now. Come on, just lift your hands all over this place. Lord, we trust you. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purposes that prevail. Let me trust your purpose right now. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I give you permission today to destroy my plans, to bring about your purpose. It may not be comfortable, but my plans would only bless me. Your purpose will change the world. In Jesus' name. But Father, I pray for those that may not know you right now. You find yourself right now and confused and lost and you're hearing these words and something is stirring inside of you. That's the Holy Spirit. In the same way the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary to conceive Jesus, that's exactly what's going on in your heart right now. The Spirit of God is covering you and beginning to conceive Christ being birthed in your heart, making a place where he can come and dwell. I want you to say this prayer with me and simply say, Heavenly Father, I receive you now as Lord and Savior. I thank you that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I receive forgiveness, redemption, and a new identity. I give in to my plans and I step into your purpose. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for downloading this message. 
For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.